Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to the kingdom. It is so nice to be talking to you at our appointed meeting date. Last episode, I was talking about how when you have a friend and he says or she says, like, I'm going to be meeting you Monday at like 10 a.m., and Monday comes around and they just don't show up. Well, I was subtweeting myself and <laughs> it's nice to be able to show up on the day that I said I was going to. So how are you doing? I'm doing well. I've, I'm actually, I, I don't really mean for this to be like a downer my last episode i was really joyful and happy because i felt like i have finally overcome this like rut yes that was like happening in my mind and i have and i'm very thankful that like i am seeing a way out of the darkness <laughs> but i think maybe this is just with growing up or just maybe this season of my life where there's a lot of hard situations and hard weeks and things that I have to navigate and figure out and it is it's like it's just not the best news like I just sometimes I'm happy you know but a lot of the times recently it's just been like a lot of things and so when I tell you about my weeks I don't want you to be like ugh, you are literally always saying something negative because I don't want to be I genuinely don't want to be I'm actually a happy person I'm very content with where I am in life and I'm grateful to God and I have a lot of joy in me especially if you talk to me in person or anything like that it's just that I think that there's been lots of like rough waters that I have to um kind of navigate and like sail through and that is what you know, clouds my weeks and stuff, if that makes sense. But yeah, last week was actually probably one of the craziest weeks ever. Um, There's a lot of changes happening, I think, in the way that I thought I had this whole New York City thing figured out. Um, And I realized that, you know, life is just not as easy as we want it to be. You know, you get things that you pray for, you live in answered prayers, but then you have to kind of deal with the consequences of living in answered prayers, which is like, are you prepared for this prayer that you're praying for? Like, are you actually prepared to navigate what it means? Do you have the tools to fight, you know? Because sometimes the prayers we pray the results we want are so glamorous and the reason why God withholds it from us sometimes is because we really are not ready for it you know for example you you're praying for a house and then you get the house and now you're living in an answered prayer of you know having a house but then it's like are you ready to finance this house are you ready to you know put furniture in it are you ready to tend to it every day make sure your lawn is pretty and everything is clean. Are you ready to have a house? You know? Are you ready to steward what you're praying to God for, basically? And um, and I think it's just now, like, not now, but I think when I say now, I don't mean in this current moment. I just mean, like, in life in general. Right now in this season, maybe the past couple, honestly, ever since I moved, I have been realizing that there's a lot to the prayers that we ask for you know it's like god i really want a an apartment in new york city okay am i ready for new york city you know (laughs) was i ready for it i believe i was otherwise he wouldn't put me here and i think i'm i'm going through all these difficult situations and things just to grow me it's the growth that i was asking for i don't know how many of you watch my YouTube videos as well, but there's a video where I was talking about being being a seed again 
and wanting New York City to like break me into a seed again so that I can grow into another fruit or a bigger, better fruit. And it's doing exactly just that. (laughs) And sometimes we have to be careful what we pray for because you pray for growth and you will get growth. But how do you grow? You don't grow by just having everything so easy peasy. You grow with tension. You grow by being stretched, by having your back against the wall and having to make decisions that you've never had to make before by having to navigate conflict and all these things. So... Yeah, that's just a little intro there that don't mind me when I like say all these things that I'm just like not having a good time with and that I'm having a hard time with because some of you have messaged me saying that you guys are also going through, you know, hard situations as well. And I just kind of want to show that like it's okay and it is the way that we grow and sometimes it's the consequences of living in answered prayers is that you have to now (laughs) steward or yeah, steward this prayer in a good way or steward this answered prayer in the way that it should. And that's why you have to be ready and you have to be prepared for the things that you're praying for, because it will come with things, you know, new, what is it? New levels, new devils. I don't know. There's a saying Where basically, like, the higher you get, the harder the battles are. And it's okay. So it's part of life. So, yeah. um, I don't know. That's just, like, what it is. And I think it's just a reminder to myself that all these things that are happening are happening for my good. All things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So all this will work out for my good. And one day... I will tell you exactly what I'm going through right now, but I'm still going through it and I need to overcome it before I can talk about it. So yeah, I will overcome it. (laughs) And I, I, it's part of the victory that I was talking about in my last episode in that I see the light out of this. I see how to overcome this. I, I see the light in the tunnel (laughs) and that's a good thing. It's a good thing. So it's okay. I'm, Still fighting, but I see the light at the end of the tunnel, and I know I'm going to make it through, okay? And you're going to make it through as well. And this is exactly in line with today's episode, (laughs) Um, and I'm talking about the invisible battle, you know, the invisible war that we are as Christians, or as anybody in general, but I'm going to be talking from a Christian perspective, the invisible war that we're fighting, right? So, before we get into that, let me tell you what I've been welcoming and exiling from the kingdom. Amazing. Welcome to the segment of things I'm welcoming and things I'm exiling into the kingdom. And this segment is brought to you by just me. I may insert an ad here, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But hi, so things I'm welcoming and things I'm exiling are uh, is a segment that I just made up. And it's kind of like what I'm liking and disliking this week. Things that I'm getting rid of and things that I'm introducing into the kingdom. Self-explanatory. Let's begin. Welcoming. Number one, lo-fi music. I was on my lo-fi music last year, my senior year in college. Very heavy lo-fi vibes. I kind of fell off of it. Uh, I'm coming back to the lo-fi stuff, especially Christian lo-fi. I'm going to put two playlists in the show notes. I always say I'm going to put things in the show notes, and I don't. So um, I'm going to type it, actually. Put link in show notes. It's going to be a Spotify link, so I'm sorry to all you Apple users. I'm sure you can find a an, a playlist similar to this, but it's just like a Christian lo-fi playlist. And I love it, and it helps me when I'm working or reading or just like walking, you know? Yeah. Um, second thing I'm, ex- I'm inviting or welcoming into the kingdom is excitement. Excitement about a lot of things. I think... So many things, you know, tried to steal my joy and not even tried, succeeded. My joy had been stolen for the past couple months. (laughs) Um, It it probably was obvious in one or two episodes that were just incredibly sad for no reason. And I need to maybe speak to somebody professional instead of putting this on you all. I'm sorry. But, yeah, you could sense that there was kind of no joy or excitement. And it was because I was just dealing with a lot of stuff. Um, Recently, I was just talking to Lucas and he just looked at me and he said, wow, you're going through a lot of stuff, babe. I'm so sorry. (laughs) And um, I just started crying, of course as I always do, but I started crying because I was thinking like, yes, you know, thank you. Like, finally, someone is can also acknowledge that I am going through a lot of stuff. And I think that when we're going through things, we kind of chalk it up, or I just personally, I'm just like, you know, I'm just a crybaby, I'm just weak, I'm just like, things just bother me easily, you know. I I just blame myself for not being able to, like, handle things or not being able to, you know, be strong against some things. But it's nice to have somebody else see and acknowledge that it's not you. Like, it's not all in your head that these are, in fact, hard things to go through. And it was nice to just have that, like, affirmation or just you know someone just acknowledging you know that that I am going through a lot of things and it's nice it's nice to be seen you know and not and not undermined or like the things you're going through not like undermined like oh it's not a big deal or like you're fine like you'll get over it but just somebody seeing and being like wow yeah you are going through a lot of stuff um and also trying to help you which is nice. But long story short, my excitement had been taken away from me um, due to a lot of things. I kind of had no excitement about anything, really. But I feel like I'm bringing the excitement back. I feel like I'm gaining excitement again and gaining joy again. And so I'm welcoming that into the kingdom. And lastly, what I'm welcoming in the kingdom is friendships 
And I say this because, you know, I have made a couple friends in New York City. I will say I've made about two or three. (laughs) And I think there's a theme in my life where I kind of never feel like I have a friend, you know. And I talked about this in my friendship episodes, but I think it was really just like something that was being devised against me that like my mind was doing where I didn't recognize the people in my life as friends. And because of that, I didn't treat them like it. And it kind of isolated them. And I'm sitting back. I was with a couple of friends or the friends that I'm, I've made who actually made at my workplace so they are my co-workers but they have also become my friends and I think I was thinking of them like no they're just my co-workers like I just don't really know anybody except my co-workers and my roommates but like you know you can find friendship in, in co-workers and you can find friendship in roommates as well and it's okay it's okay to just it's okay to have your co-worker be your friend <laughs> and I think I did that a lot also in college where it was like Oh no, they're just they're just like my dorm mates. Like they just live down the hall or they're they just I have one class with them or I have a couple of classes with them and I would never really think of people as friends because I didn't really want to put that label cuz that label comes with a lot of responsibility and emotions and commitment and stuff. But sometimes, you know, Friendships can be made when you just don't look at them, like isolate them or compartmentalize them and see the value in in that. Like I like spending time with this person and and they're great and we help each other and we, you know, she gets me, I get her, we see each other. Um, so yeah, I, I'm inviting friendships not only the ones I've made, but the idea of it and not just running away from it, but just allowing myself to be open to have friends and not closing myself off and then complaining that I don't have any, you know? Okay, now, the one thing I'm exiling from the kingdom this week and moving forward is complacency. Um... I need to stop being complacent about the things that God has given me to look after and to build. And I actually need to put metal to the pedal. (laughs) Right? Pedal to the metal. Metal to the pedal. Pedal to the metal. Yeah, I think. And not being complacent about it. And that's it. We are done with that segment. Thank you for listening. That's my transition into the main episode. And I was deep in thought, as I always am. But this time I was deep in thought. Um, I had had a long night out. I was invited to a friend's birthday dinner and I went to the birthday dinner and then we went to like an after party for it and it was a really cool night meeting a lot of interesting people and having a lot of interesting conversations and um I found myself in a couple predicaments where I had to say no to things and either I found it hard to say no or I kind of compromised a bit and um, (laughs) now I'm trying to be careful with what I say on here because my mom got very mad at me um, for one of my recent episodes so we we will um I don't know. I don't want to like uh kind of 
censor myself, but maybe I will just for this episode because I'm still recovering from her being mad at me. Um, but long story short, I mean, it's nothing really crazy, but long story short, I was at an after party and I was presented with things that I had to say no to, right? And I found a hard time saying no to these things that were a complete no. I did say no to them, but it shouldn't have taken me that long to say no. Like they were, it was like, it was just a straight up no. Like it should have been a straight up no for me. But I found myself in a place where it was like, if I say no, am I going to look lame? I don't want to look lame. I don't want to, you know, I don't know. I just started compromising how I looked to others for, like, my values and morals, to put it plainly or to put it simply. And the night was fun. I still had a a fun night with these people. Um, I'm not going to say friends because I really just – only met them once that time and yeah but um new york city is a very interesting place you you end up in a lot of situations or like you end up in a lot of places or in rooms where you're just like what am i doing here and also like this is fun but also like this is crazy and also like maybe i shouldn't be here um so (laughs) i might just have to stay home next time but Long story short, if I didn't go to this thing, I wouldn't have this episode to talk about. So let's talk about it. I went back home that day and I laid in bed. You know, I laid in bed and I kind of was just thinking, thinking, thinking. And I realized like, yo, I am actually constantly in a fight I'm constantly in a battle I'm constantly in a war and I'm constantly in a war with light and darkness right we're all it's always light versus dark and it's a constant battle now When I gave my life to God and I became born again, not this summer, but last summer, um, I'm not sure why I thought that I just would be okay after that. I think that's the biggest mistake I ever did was thinking that as soon as I became born again, like, I'm good. And that, like, I'm just going to remain holy and pure and righteous and it's just going to be easy breezy i'm always going to say yes to jesus i'm always going to say yes to the holy spirit i'm always going to ignore the devil when he tells me to do things or like tempts me with things i just i thought i had a clear path for the rest of my life where it would always be a walk of salvation a walk of righteousness purity etc etc basically i thought i had arrived (laughs) i thought i have arrived i've made it i've made it to the light i'm on the other side life is good right wrong i had no idea that as soon as i gave my life to god I was signing up for a never-ending battle. And hear me out. Prior to giving my life to God, I would go to a party. And I would do anything and everything. There would be slight guilt because, you know, I still was Christian and I still was going Sunday. But there was no guilt at all. There was no, like, maybe if there was guilt, maybe it would just be like one second 
but it really was non-existent. Like I, I never thought twice about the decisions I was making. I never thought twice about saying yes to these things I was, you know, being offered or like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I just didn't think twice about it. I would go home. I, I'm like, boy, we had a time last night. <laughs> Do it all over again the next day or the next weekend. You know, like it's just it was fun. It was it was fun. It was reckless. It was free or at least it felt free. And it was just there was no thought behind any of it. You know, I didn't have to think I was just having a good time all the time. And you know, we can on the surface, yeah, and like sh- briefly, we're not going to get into like how I actually felt deep down inside, you know what I mean? But for the most part I was having fun. When I decided to give my life to God, um the summer that I did, I kind of isolated myself, so I was just kind of in a bubble where it was just me and the Holy Spirit and it was good and I had nothing to challenge me, nothing to tempt me really, just nothing. It was just me and him. We were best buds and I said, I'm never leaving your side. I love you. I'm always going to listen to you. You are my one true love and nothing can take me away from you. And then I went back to college after that summer. And I was like, oh, shoot, hmm, this may not be as easy as I thought. And I think it just kept getting harder and harder and harder. And up until this point where I am like, okay, my hands are up. I surrender. This is hard. Like, I actually signed up for a battle, right? And with all the goodness that comes with being a Christian with all the goodness that comes with accepting Jesus as your Lord and personal savior with all the goodness that comes with having him by your side we are actually fighting a battle every single day okay we are actually like (laughs) literally fighting for our lives and it's because when we are in the world like everyone in the world right everyone who is in the world um, quote unquote, when we're in the world, we're not aware of this fight. Okay. People who don't know Jesus, people who don't have Jesus in their lives or, you know, anything like that. They, they, everyone goes through hard things, but when you go through hard things, you just think I'm just going through something hard. or I'm just, you know, going through a rough period, whether it's depression, anxiety, whatever, or like fights with family, relationships, anything. Anything that you're going through in that moment when you're in the world, it's like I'm just going through these things and I'm going to figure out how to fix it or get out of it, right? We don't know when we're in the world that there are two forces we cannot see fighting. There's the light versus the dark, and they are at constant war with each other. But when you're in the world, you're not aware of it. And the reason why I think when you become born again and they say, I was blind, now I can see, is that now you're not just a civilian in this battle, you know, getting hit by like stray bullets or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. You're not just a civilian. You become a fighter. Once you can see, once you're no longer blind, you can actually see the war happening. And it is a vulnerable position to be in. It's vulnerable to be a civilian, not knowing that there's a war going on. And then it's vulnerable to be a soldier in the war. And it reminds me of another song I grew up in Sunday school that was like, I am a soldier in the army of the Lord. I am a soldier in the army. (laughs) But 
yeah, once you become born again, you are now aware of the war, okay? You're now aware of the war. And the reason you're the reason you chose Jesus to be your Lord and personal savior is because you're like, yo, I need someone with me in this war. I need you recognize that there's a war happening and you need someone, you know? And sometimes I, like sometimes I think the reason why maybe I miss like the old me or I miss like not knowing I'm not giving my life to God. I don't miss it often, but sometimes, sometimes I feel a sense of like, huh, I, I kind of want to go back to doing the things that I, I was doing without any consequences, without any conviction. Because when you become aware of the war, then you have to participate in it. Okay? You can't just ignore it anymore. It's easy to ignore the war when you are ignorant of it you don't know that there's a war going on you know but now when you can see spiritually that there's a war going on you can't ignore it anymore you have to participate in this war and I was laying in bed I think it was Saturday night and I was just thinking like dang I just signed up for a war (laughs) I signed up for a constant war that I'm constantly having to fight. And I'm not fighting this on my own, which makes it super easy. But it doesn't make it any, like, it doesn't make it any less difficult that I know there's a war and I have to actively participate. I can't just turn a blind eye to it, okay? So... Here's an example of this. I go somewhere. Someone offers me things to do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um I'm now like hyper cognizant that people actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> um so it's a bit harder because at first when I used to post podcasts, I just was posting and I saw people were listening to it. But, you know, I didn't really like it didn't really hit that people were listening. But recently I've just been hyper aware of my digital presence and it's kind of bothering me. I want to go back to not knowing that people were listening and it kind of in theme with what I'm talking about is just going back to not knowing that there's a war. So I'm just trying to be careful of what I say. But honestly, you know, like, whatever, whatever. Like, the the reason these podcasts are fun is because I talk freely, okay? So, for example, okay, I'm going to give another example. You're with your boyfriend, and you guys just went on a date, and he's looking really handsome, and you're looking so pretty, and... You guys are attracted to each other. This is hypothetically, okay? This is not about me at all. Wink. (laughs) But you guys go back to his apartment and you're hugging. And it's just a night filled with love, you know? There's chemistry in the air. And you start kissing. And you're kissing and it's just getting more intense and all of a sudden your shirt is going up (laughs) oh my gosh and then you're like wait why is my shirt going up you pause you're like no let me not take my shirt off and your boyfriend's like oh yeah dang I mean you're right don't take your shirt off but like dang completely ruins the mood right ruins the mood brings you back you're like no I can't do this I'm trying to live a holy pure life when we weren't aware of this war when we were blind we would just take our shirts off and see where the night took us (laughs) um but I'm you know whatever 
not me and my boyfriend, but like hypothetically, right? When you're not aware of the war, you would just keep going. No remorse, no inhibitions, nothing stopping you. And then you become aware of the war. And it's actually frustrating because you're like, ah, like, I just want to see where the night takes us. <laughs> but you can't because now you're aware that there's light and darkness battling for your soul every day. And you have to choose the light constantly. And you have to stop yourself. And you're like, ugh, okay. And sometimes we lose the battle, you know? Sometimes we lose the battle. And we see where the night takes us. And then we regret it. And then sometimes you're hyper aware of the battle. And you say, no, I am going to win this battle tonight. And we're going to stop kissing right here. (laughs) That was just an example. Another example is like you really want to get angry at somebody and you just want the you want the words to fly. You just you're so angry that you just want to say all these things to this person and it takes so much strength to not do it because you're aware of the battle that's being fought. You're aware that there's light and darkness that's being fought and you have to choose the light. You have to choose Jesus. You have to choose his path. You have to choose the way of kindness and of withholding your tongue and of humility. And, you know, you have to choose the light. And the reason why this is frustrating, because the light is sometimes almost always harder to choose. It is much easier to pretend that you don't know about the battle and just ignore it and you know whatever do whatever you want into oblivion it is much harder to acknowledge that there's this war going on and that you can't give in to the darkness you can't give in to the other side you have to choose the light another example your co-workers are being the worst and you just want to gossip about them but you can't you know you know it would be fun you know you have so many so much roasts in your head so many roasts in your head and you just want to bring up everything about them that pisses you off oh is that a bad word I don't know if that's a bad word actually piss sorry sorry if it was but you want to bring up everything that upsets you about them and you know you just want to talk crap but there's something in the back of your head and because you are saved and because you can see the light and because you're aware of this battle there's just something nagging you don't say it don't say it don't say it and Normally, a lot of people choose the path of least resistance, you know? It is much harder to resist your thoughts, resist your temptations to go with the darkness. It's much harder to do that. So a lot of times, the easy way out is to give in. Give in to the temptations. Give in. What's one night of seeing where the night takes us? (laughs) What's one day of just, like, talking a little bit of smack? What's one day of just, just, what's one lie? What's one hit? What's one um, text? What's one, not saying texts are bad, but you know what I mean. What's one... What's one look on the website, the NSFW website? <laughs> what What's one, you know, you choose the path of least resistance. Like, since it's so much harder to resist temptations, like, just give in and just go with it, you know? And you, you can't afford to do that. I, I hate to break it to you. But you cannot 
afford to give in. You cannot afford to be unprepared for this fight. You have to be prepared for this fight. And that's why the Bible says, be alert and of sober mind. In 1 Peter 5, 8, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking for someone to devour. What he does, what the enemy does, what the darkness does in this war. So let me paint you the picture. There's light and there's dark. And you're probably thinking, Cameron, what is light and what is dark? Light is all things good. Light is holy. Light is Jesus. Light is the word of God, the Bible, the Holy Spirit, all the things it says in there. That's light. Darkness is anything else that contradicts the word of God. Anything else that goes against God, anything else that omits God from the equation, anything that Jesus wouldn't do, basically, anything that the Holy Spirit isn't in, that is darkness, okay? So, what the devil does, or what the darkness does, is that it lies to you. You know, the devil, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So what does he do? He lies to you. He says, oh, one more of this is wouldn't hurt. You know, oh, she's super mean to you anyway. Why don't you just talk crap about her? Like, she probably talks crap about you as well, you know? Or... Like, just go off on her. Like, she's being super annoying. Um, or just like, you know, oh, don't stop, like, kissing your boyfriend. Just keep going. It's not bad. Like, God created these hormones and chemistry for us to explore. Why should you stop yourself? <laughs> it's just lies. It's feeding you lies it's feeding you lies and it's getting you to compromise. And then very soon you find yourself compromising and you are compromising one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. And then it turns into a whole week where you've compromised so much that you're like, dang, I feel like I'm not even saved anymore. And it's just shame and guilt and it draws you away from God. His ultimate goal is to draw you away from the light, okay? Because when you're out of the light, then you're in the darkness and you're in his you're in his chokehold. <laughs> he has you in a chokehold. He has you in the palm of his hands. And he can just tell you whatever to do. And that's why I was just laying there and I was really thinking about this because I was like, wow, it's really like the devil and the angel on our shoulder where once he starts reeling you into the darkness, it's harder to hear or see the light. And another example is, you know, things that have to do with our purpose, okay? I go through these cycles where I am super confident about everything that God has gifted me to do. I'm super confident about my brand I'm super confident about my podcast and I'm like yes we're getting it on no we're not getting it on we're actually not getting it on at all ever not until marriage sorry <laughs> I meant like we are um we are like we're going for this we're going for this podcast thing we're going for this business thing we're gonna make it work I feel super enthusiastic about it right and then the next day, um, I feel like darkness sees that, huh, this girl has the light in her. What can I do to pull her away from the light? So then it presents you with options and temptations and, and circumstances where you give into the darkness. And the more you do, the more you do, the further away from the light that you're getting and the harder it is to come back into the light. Okay, but understand that this is natural, okay, because we are born of flesh. And because we're born of flesh, Romans 8, 7 says that the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot, and it never will. So by nature, we, by nature, by the way we were born, we 
do not want to submit to God's law. We don't. We are born into the darkness. So that's why I'm saying, like, it's completely normal. Like, it really is normal. There's nothing wrong with you when you find yourself compromising or giving into the darkness or, like, finding yourself tempted and stuff. And I'm not trying to condone anything. I'm just trying to let you know that there's nothing wrong with you because I think that when you're saved and something comes up that compromises your faith or makes you question your salvation, you think that something is wrong with me. I'm not Christian enough. Why did I do this? Um, Even if it was just like once, like I shouldn't have done this. This is bad. Something's wrong with me. And it, and that's what the devil wants you to think. He wants you to think that you have no control over it. He wants you to think that it's just you and, you know, like you're just alone in this. But humans, by nature, we do not want to submit to God. So it's not just you, okay? It's not just me. By nature, we don't want to submit to God. But the good news is that you can have a mind that is set on the flesh and you can have a mind that is set on the spirit. And that's where the whole death to self comes in because I feel like I, I, I understood what death to self meant in the moment when I was giving my life to God. I didn't anticipate death to self to be a thing that I'm still battling with a year from now. And I'm realizing that death to self, like, is an everyday thing and it's just never ending because it's a battle and we're always having to put the flesh down we're always having to say no to the flesh because the flesh by nature is hostile to god and when we choose the light we're saying no to the flesh you understand so you choose the light now you're saying no to the flesh because you're actually saying everything that I was born with, everything that my flesh is made of, all the sinful nature that my flesh is made of, once you choose the light, you're saying no. And it is so hard to say no to yourself. It is. It's so hard to say no to yourself. Um, it's so hard to say no to yourself. When you want to get up, and, you you know, it's time to get up. It's 6 a.m., your alarm is ringing, and you're like, I need to get up. And <laughs> But you're like, oh, but I want to sleep more. It's so hard to be like, no, get up. It's hard to say no to yourself. So when we choose the light, when we choose to walk with God, we're choosing this battle forever of saying no to ourselves till we finally get to heaven. And it's tough. And I want you to acknowledge that it's hard. And I'm acknowledging that it's hard. Because next time I'm in a situation where I'm like, dang, why is it so hard to say no to myself? I have to understand that it is a hard thing. It's not going to be easy. Whoever lied to you and said that it's going to be easy, they didn't do you a favor because they've painted a picture of this Christian life that is supposed to be easy and breezy. And it's not. They lied to you. It's not easy. And I, I think I lied to myself maybe by thinking that I was always going to have it easy. It's not easy. Because saying no to yourself isn't easy. But you have to be prepared. You cannot be you cannot afford to be unprepared for this fight. You have to assume position. You can't let yourself be caught slacking ever. And may, you can, you know what I mean? Like sometimes we do, it's not our fault. But you have to understand that you are on battlegrounds when you say yes to the light, when you say yes to Jesus. You are in a position of like battle. You have to position yourself, basically. You have to position yourself that you're fighting constantly. But you have to understand that there's someone also fighting for you, okay? And when you lean on him, you lean on him, the fight becomes less, it becomes less harder. Lean on him. Um, rely on Jesus. He's already won the ultimate battle for us. Like, 
it all in all, it's already won. You know, when he died on the cross and he fought for our sins, he had to do that because he knew we would not be able to win this battle ourselves. So he's already won it for us. But as long as we still have this flesh that we're made out of, you have to always assume position. Assume position. Read your word constantly. Constantly. You cannot go a day without reading God's word. You can't. Because then you're unprepared. You have no weapons. You can't fight. And you will give into the darkness easily. And what he's, what darkness is trying to do is delay you, is trying to isolate you, is trying to keep you in loops of unholiness, and it's trying to just stop your purpose. And you can't do that. Because as long as God has won, be on the winning side. Be on the winning side. And as long as, like, there's no way you can lose when you have God with you, right? So you can't go a day without talking to him. We can't go a day without listening to his word or reading his word because that's the only way you can win this battle. That's the only way you can be prepared for this fight is to have him on your side. How can I lose if I'm already chose? Like, come on now. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that was just my little spiel because... I realized that I'm in a war (laughs) Um, and it's not even war like, you know, giving into temptations or things like that. It's just like even when it comes to self-image, you know, I'm fighting a war of seeing myself the way God sees me and having insecurity and doubt and stuff like that's a battle as well. You know, um, the way I relate to people the way I handle conflict, the way I handle the platform God has given me, the way I treat others, the way I treat strangers, all of that is a battle, every single thing. But when you're constantly in communion and in unity and you're BFFs with God, you can win. You just cannot let yourself be caught lacking. Because this is not a fight that you want to lose at all. And you don't have to. He's already won it on your behalf. So choose his side. You know, don't let go. I hope that makes sense. All right, I'm going to end this here. (laughs) I love you. I can't wait to talk to you in my next episode. I hope you're having a good Monday or any day that you're listening to this. And I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye-bye.